Money Matters Making Financial Plans After a Diagnosis of Dementia The Importance of Financial Planning After Receiving a Diagnosis of Alzheimer's Disease or Another Dementia, The Cost of Future Care May Not Immediately Come to Mind Financial planning often gets pushed aside because of the stress and fear the topic evokes. However, financial stress can be reduced by preparing for care costs. The sooner planning begins, the more the person with dementia may be able to participate in decision-making. Learning about the types and costs of care is an important first step. There are a number of costs you may face as a result of dementia. It's important to know what to expect and plan ahead. Costs you may face considerations for those living with younger onset. Alzheimer's disease. Support services in your community is meant to provide general financial information, not to take the place of professional financial or legal advice. New developments such as legislative and regulatory changes may affect its accuracy. Consult a professional before making decisions getting started. Begin putting financial plans in place as soon as possible after a diagnosis. Careful planning can help you secure your financial future. In addition to planning for the cost of care, there are many ongoing financial duties, including paying bills, arranging for benefit claims, making investment decisions, repairing tax returns, gather financial and legal documents. Carefully review all financial and legal documents, even if you're already familiar with them. Legal documents include living wills, medical and durable powers of attorney. Wills financial documents include bank and brokerage account information deeds, mortgage papers or ownership statements, insurance policies, monthly or outstanding bills, pension and other retirement benefit summaries social security payment information stock and bond certificates any other source of monthly income rental property sell of stocks interest etc it may also be helpful to identify which necessary documents are not yet in place professional financial and legal advisors can assist you with this task learn more visit Owls.org web link to take our free online workshop, Legal and Financial Planning for Alzheimer's Disease Discussed Financial Needs and Goals Talking about financial needs and goals early on enables the person with Alzheimer's disease to understand the issues, clarify his or her wishes and participate in making financial and care plans. Include other involved individuals as much as possible. If others are available to help, encourage the sharing of caregiving duties and discuss how finances could be pooled to provide necessary care. Seek professional assistance. Get a head start on planning and find professionals who can provide information and assistance. Start by contacting the Alzheimer's Association to discuss the type of assistance you may require. Financial advisors, professional financial advisors such as financial planners and estate planning attorneys, can help you identify potential financial resources, identify tax deductions, analyze your investment portfolio with long-term care needs in mind when selecting a financial advisor, check qualifications such as professional credentials, work experience, educational background, membership in professional 
association's areas of specialty make sure to ask the financial advisor if he or she is familiar with elder care or long-term care planning legal advisors. Seek an experienced elder law attorney to help address estate planning issues. Prepare legal documents if you cannot afford legal assistance. Contact the Alzheimer's Association to find out if pro bono, no-cost, legal aid is available in your community. Look at factors that affect income when making financial plans. Be sure to consider age of the person with dementia types of assets types of insurance tax issues long-term health outlook future care needs costs you may face it's helpful to create a long-term budget. Consider all of the costs you might face now and in the future. Keep in mind that Alzheimer's is a progressive disease and the person's needs will change over time. While medical or other forms of insurance may cover some of these costs, they may not cover all of them. Costs may include prescription drugs, personal care, supplies, adult daycare services and home care services. Note, if you hire a professional caregiver to work in your home, you may be responsible for paying his or her social security and unemployment taxes. Consult with your financial advisor for specific information, full-time residential care services. Explore resources available in your area care costs vary depending upon where you live. Discuss how much feature care might cost you or your family and make financial plans. Consider using professional legal and financial advisors for guidance. Visit ALS.org web link to locate resources in your area how to cover costs a number of financial resources may be available to help cover costs throughout the course of the disease some may apply now while others may help in the future insurance health care coverage medicare is the primary source of health care coverage for most individuals 65 or older however private insurance a group employee plan or retiree health coverage may also be in effect no matter the age of the person with dementia, it's vital to keep active any existing health care plans that meet his or her needs. Medicare covers inpatient hospital care, some doctor fees and other medical services for people with Alzheimer's disease who are age 65 or older. Medicare Part D also covers many outpatient prescription drugs person with dementia who is younger than 65 and has been on social security disability for at least 24 months home health care including skilled nursing care and rehabilitation therapy under certain conditions up to 100 days of skilled nursing home care under limited circumstances people who are terminally ill and qualify for home or inpatient hospice care medicare does not cover long-term care personal aids to assist with daily activities. Medicare Advantage allows you to choose managed care, such as Medicare, Health Maintenance Organization, HMO, Referred Provider Organization, PPO, Point of Service, POS, Plan. These forms of Medicare provide services not covered by traditional Medicare and usually have limits on which hospitals, doctors, and other health care providers you can use. Read each plan carefully. Learn about the many Medicare options and decide whether they 
are right for the person with dementia. You can also contact your state health insurance assistance program, SHIP, for free, one-on-one -on -one help. You also may be able to supplement the person's Medicare coverage with Medigap insurance, which fills certain gaps in Medicare coverage, such as paying for coinsurance or other items. Learn more about Medicare call 800-633-4227 or visit medicare.gov. Visit shiptalk.org to find your state health insurance assistance program long-term care insurance long-term care insurance generally needs to be in place before a person is diagnosed with Alzheimer's or another dementia. Once an individual is diagnosed, review the policy carefully, as policies vary quite a bit, to find out is Alzheimer's disease covered? When can the person with dementia begin to collect benefits? Most policies require a defined level of physical or cognitive impairment, such as needing assistance with daily activities. What is the daily benefit and is it adjusted annually? For inflation? How long will benefits be paid? Is there a maximum lifetime payout? What kind of care will the policy cover? Examples include skilled nursing home assisted living and licensed home care. Is there as an elimination period before coverage begins? Are there any tax implications for receiving this money? Life insurance Life insurance can be a source of cash. You may be able to borrow from a life insurance policy's cash value. Or the person with dementia may be able to receive part of the policy's face value as a loan. This is called a viatical loan and is paid off upon the person's death. Some life insurance policies offer accelerated death benefits. This means that some of the insurance benefits can be paid out if the insured person is not expected to live beyond the next 6 to 12 months because of a terminal illness. The payout may run as high as 90 to 95 percent of the policies face value and will not be taxed as income. See if any policies contain a waiver of premium rider. That means that the insured, if disabled, does not have to pay premiums to continue coverage. Medicaid Medicaid is a state-administered program jointly funded by federal and state governments. Medicaid pays for medical care for people with very low income and asset levels long-term care for people who have used up most of their own money. Under most circumstances, most Medicaid dollars go toward nursing home care. But select states have home and community care options for some people who qualify for nursing home care. Note, not all nursing homes accept Medicaid. In most states, Medicaid will pay for hospice care. If the person with Dementia is eligible for Supplemental Security Income, SSI, he or she usually is automatically eligible for Medicaid. Those not on SSI must have minimal income and assets. The amount is determined by each state. There are specific guidelines about protecting spouses from impoverishment, the depleting of finances, in determining income and asset levels. The person with dementia should be careful about giving away assets to family members in order to qualify for Medicaid as strict laws govern this area. 
check with your legal advisor to be sure you are fully aware of the legal and financial consequences of transferring property and wealth. Learn more about Medicaid. Visit Medicaid.gov. Call the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, toll-free at 877-267-2323 to obtain your state's Medicaid. Contact Information Veterans benefits those who served in the military for any period of time. May qualify for government benefits, including health and long-term care. Call a Veterans Affairs Benefits Counselor or visit VA. Gov. For the latest information, as these benefits often change, learn more about Veterans Benefits Contact the Department of Veterans Affairs Call 877-222-8387 For health care benefits call 800-827-1000 For general benefits Visit VA Gov Other public programs Many states fund services including adult daycare despite care meal programs caregiver support other and home services learn more about other public programs alzheimer's association community resource finder visit alz.org slash local area agency on aging or the elder care locator call 800-677-1116 visit eldercare.gov tax benefits for caregivers the internal Revenue Service, IRS, offers some financial benefits to caregivers, including income tax deductions, income tax credits. The person with dementia is likely considered a caregiver's dependent for tax purposes. If so, you may be allowed to itemize his or her medical costs. Keep careful records of all medical expenses. You may be entitled to the household independent care. Credit if you need to pay someone to care for the person with dementia so you can work. This credit can be subtracted directly from the tax shown on your return. Learn more about tax issues. Consult your tax advisor. Contact the Internal Revenue Service, IRS. Call 800-829-1040. Visit IRS.gov considerations for those living with younger onset Alzheimer's disease it used to be difficult for individuals with younger onset Alzheimer's disease, those younger than age 65, to obtain and keep private health insurance. The federal government provides premium subsidies to low and moderate income individuals to help them purchase insurance and offers subsidies to businesses that offer health insurance coverage to retirees aged 55 to 64. More importantly, Insurance companies are required to issue insurance to all individuals who want to purchase it, thus ending pre-existing condition exclusions renew the policy to any enrolled individual wishing to renew maintain insurance for individuals who pay their premiums, thus ending the practice of rescinding the insurance coverage of high cost. Individuals limit the premiums charged to older individuals to no more than three times the amount charged to younger individuals work-related and personal resources if diagnosed while still employed. It's critical to educate yourself about the benefits available through your employer so you can maximize them before you leave your job. Employer-offered benefits may include another option for a person younger 
then age 65 may be COBRA, Consolidated Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act of 1985. COBRA applies to employers with 20 or more employees. Under COBRA, an employee may continue group plan coverage for up to 18, 29 or 36 months. Depending on the circumstances, if he or she leaves the employer has work hours reduced to the point that he or she no longer qualifies for the health plan. The insured employee must pay the full cost of coverage, plus up to 2 percent to cover administrative costs. COBRA can be especially helpful until the person with dementia gets new coverage through an employer or spouse, becomes eligible for Medicare receives coverage through the Affordable Care Act. You must activate the COBRA option within 60 days of when the person with dementia receives notice from his or her insurer that COBRA is in option. Some private health care plans will extend coverage under a disability extension of benefits. In other words, even though the medical plan may lapse, an insured individual's disability, in this case, Alzheimer's disease, remains covered. Disability insurance Disability insurance provides income for a worker who can no longer work due to illness or injury. The insurance plan must be in place before symptoms of Alzheimer's disease appear. With an employer-paid disability policy, 60 to 70 percent of a person's gross, overall total, income is usually provided. Benefits paid out of an employer-paid plan are taxed as income. If the person with dementia bought a personal disability policy, then the benefits paid will be the amount he or she chose. The personal disability policy benefits are not taxed as income. Retirement benefits benefits from retirement plans can provide critical financial resources, even if the person with dementia hasn't reached retirement age. Retirement plans include Individual retirement accounts, IRAs, annuities. Pension plans typically pay benefits before retirement age to a worker defined as disabled under the plan's guidelines. The person may also be able to withdraw money from his or her IRA or employee-funded retirement plan before age 59 and a half without paying the typical 10% early withdrawal penalty. This money is typically considered regular income, and taxes will have to be paid on the amount withdrawn. In that case, if withdrawals can be delayed until after the person leaves work, income taxes due will likely be less because he or she will probably fall into a lower income tax bracket. Social Security benefits are also available before retirement age if Social Security disability requirements are met. Flexible spending account If the person with dementia is a dependent under tax rules, you might be able to use your own workplace. Flexible spending account. This money can cover the person's out-of-pocket medical costs or dependent care expenses in some cases. Family and medical. Leave act If you work for an employer with 50 or more employees, you may be able to use the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act. FMLA, to help balance your caregiving responsibilities. FMLA allows you to take off up to 12 weeks of unpaid leave each year to provide caregiving. 
most workers are guaranteed to keep their jobs. Pay time. Off some employers provide limited pay time off. You may be able to adjust your schedule or work fewer hours. Personal savings, investments and property. Investment assets, like the following, can be income sources stocks bonds. Savings accounts real estate personal property, such as jewelry or artwork. Equity in a home may also be converted into income through a process called a reverse mortgage. This loan allows individuals age 62 or older to convert some of the equity in his or her home into cash, while remaining the homeowner. The amount the person is eligible to borrow is generally based on his or her age. The home's equity lender's interest rate reverse mortgages do not have an impact on Social Security or Medicare benefits, but they may affect qualifying for other government programs. Government assistance in addition to Medicare, the person with dementia may qualify for a number of public programs that provide income support or long-term care services to people who are eligible. Social Security Disability Income SSDI. A worker younger than age 65 may qualify for Social Security Disability Payments. To qualify, the person must meet the Social Security Administration's definition of disability. Generally, this means proving that the person with dementia is unable to work in any occupation. The condition will last at least a year or is expected to result in death. Through SSDI's Compassionate Allowance Initiative, those with younger onset Alzheimer's disease are considered eligible for SSDI as long as they meet all other criteria. The person with dementia is also fast-tracked to a favorable decision, which significantly shortens the time it takes to start receiving benefits. After receiving SSDI benefits for at least 24 months, the person with dementia will qualify for Medicare benefits. SSDI can provide the person and his or her family with disability payments if he or she is insured, meaning he or she has worked long enough and paid Social Security taxes. Supplemental Security Income SSI, guarantees a minimum monthly income for people who meet all of the following requirements, age 65 or older, disabled or blind, very limited income and assets, qualifying asset and income levels vary from state to state. To qualify for SSI benefits, the person with dementia must meet the Social Security Administration's definition of disability. If he or she may qualify, for SSI benefits, begin the application process as quickly as possible after the diagnosis. SSI payments begin upon approval of the application. Learn more about SSDI and SSI. Call 800-772-1213. Visit SSA.gov. Use our application. Checklist. ALS.org web link checklist. Paying out of pocket you may choose to pay out of your own pocket for some or most of the care. Review your own resources, such as savings and insurance policies support services in your community. Many community organizations provide low-cost or even free services. It can be helpful to explore these resources in your community before you need them. Some services offered include respite care, 
support. Groups transportation to social events meals delivered to the home. Learn. More about support services Alzheimer's Association 24-7 helpline call. 800-272-3900, TTY, 866-403-3073, Alzheimer's and Dementia Caregiver Center. Visit ALS.org weblink Alzheimer's Association Community Resource Finder Visit. ALS.org weblink Elder Care Locator Visit eldercare.gov. Call 800-677-1116-YOUR. Local faith-based organization hospital social worker or discharge planner. Benefits Checkup Visit BenefitCheckup.org. Financial Planning Association. Visit PainIt.org. Call 800-322-4237 Internal Revenue Service Visit IRS. Gov. Call 800-829-1040. National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys Visit Naila.org. Support available. All day, every day contact the Alzheimer's Association 24-7 helpline at 800-272-3900, TTY, 866-403-3073, for reliable information and referrals. Alzheimer's and Dementia Caregiver Center visit ALS.org web link to learn more about all stages of Alzheimer's and to get support and find tools to help you. Navigate the disease financial planning tips discussed finances and future care. Wishes soon after a diagnosis organize and review important documents seek. Help from well-qualified financial and legal advisors estimate possible costs. For the entire disease process, look at all of your insurance options. Find out for which government programs you are eligible. Learn about income tax. Breaks for which you may qualify. Explore financial support you can. Personally provide. Take advantage of low-cost and free community services. Consider how personal property and work-related benefits can become a source of income. Mails.org weblink the Alzheimer's and Dementia Caregiver Center provides reliable information and resources such as, Alzheimer's Navigator Assess. Your needs and create customized action plans. Community Resource Finder Find. Local Resources. ALS Connected Connect with other individuals affected by the disease who can relate to your situation. ALS.org weblink free online. Workshop Legal and Financial Planning for Alzheimer's Disease ALS.org weblink. We're in communities across the country. 800-272-3900-247 Helpline Dash Available all day, every day. TTY, 866-403-3073 The Alzheimer's Association Is the leading voluntary health organization in Alzheimer's care, support and research. Our mission is to eliminate Alzheimer's disease through the advancement of research, to provide and enhance care and support for all affected, and to reduce the risk of dementia through the promotion of brain health. Our vision is a world without Alzheimer's 800-272-3900, ALS.org This is an official publication of the Alzheimer's Association but may be
distributed by unaffiliated organizations and individuals. Such distribution does not constitute an endorsement of these parties or their activities by the Alzheimer's Association. Managing money can be challenging in the best of circumstances, but for someone with a diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease, a form of dementia that affects thinking, memory, and behavior, money management can be an impossible task. If a loved one is having trouble remembering to pay the credit card bill or spending money recklessly as a result of the disease, there are steps you can take to protect his or her credit and financial security. As many as 5.1 million Americans have Alzheimer's disease, according to the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. For many of them, money management problems may be the first sign that their brain functionality is on the decline. Among the red flags, unpaid or unopened bills, more purchases on a credit card than usual, and numerous cash withdrawals from the ATM. A person with Alzheimer's disease might get into arrears on their debt because they don't remember that they didn't pay it, says Rick Gow, of Walls. Church Virginia-based wealth management advisor who specializes in elder care issues. A study by the National Endowment for Financial Education, NEFE, found that 12% of U.S. adults have experienced a decline in the ability to make financial decisions or have had family members experience a decline. Among them, 41% did not pay bills or paid them late, 35 percent made irrational purchases, 21% drained their savings accounts, and 18% incurred major credit problems. Getting old is unaffordable. Alzheimer's disease takes a physical and emotional toll on every family it touches. Here's how to lessen the financial side effects. Create an environment of trust. No matter what type of financial decisions they're making, people living with Alzheimer's disease deserve respect. If it's your parent, don't walk in there and tell your parent what to do, says Brenda Avadian, who launched CaregiversVoice.com, a website for caregivers of people living with Alzheimer's disease and other illnesses. Avadian watched her father, who was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, go from sending checks to a charitable organization annually to sending them bi-weekly. Be patient and try to cultivate the trust of the person with the disease, Avadian advises. For example, you might ask, did you realize you hadn't opened these bills? Once a person with Alzheimer's trusts you, they're more likely to let you intervene. My dad ultimately did trust me because of the patience I took with him, and he said, why don't you just handle all my stuff, because you seem to know more about it than I do, Avadian says. Handle legal matters first. There are legal steps that can help you protect a person with Alzheimer's disease from making devastating financial mistakes. Contact an elder law. Attorney soon after the Alzheimer's diagnosis, advises Howard S. Brooks, president of the National Academy of Elder Law Attorneys, NAEOA. Appoint a durable power of attorney for finances as they're called, have the authority to make financial decisions on another person's behalf. Establish a revocable trust that puts someone else in charge of the assets of 
the person with Alzheimer's. Since the trustee would manage the money, the person with Alzheimer's disease would need to confer with the trustee before making large expenditures, says Crooks. Set up a conservatorship. If the disease has become so advanced that the person is unable to make sound decisions, another legal recourse is to convince a judge that the person is incapacitated or unable to manage his or her own affairs. If a judge agrees, a guardian or custodian would be appointed as a conservator to make decisions on the person's behalf and take control of the checkbook. A guardian would then have the legal authority to take financial actions, such as canceling the person's credit card account. Because the person with Alzheimer's disease would lose all control over their financial affairs, this option is typically a final resort. Create a money management plan. Next, you need to deal with the day-to-day -day money logistics. Create a bill payment system. If a person with Alzheimer's disease is responsible for paying the household bills, problems may develop down the road if the bills don't get paid or get paid multiple times, says Ruth Drew, Director of Family and Information Services at the Alzheimer's Association, which provides resources for families of people living with the disease. As a safeguard, you might suggest that the two of you pay the bills together, Drew suggests. Monitor banking activity. See if the person with Alzheimer's disease is comfortable with the idea of letting you periodically look at bank statements to ensure that the disease hasn't diminished his or her financial decision-making skills. If you have a joint account with a person or if you have financial power of attorney, some banks will require two signatures if the person with Alzheimer's disease makes a withdrawal above a certain Amount, Drew says. Set limits on transactions. Suggest that the person with Alzheimer's disease contact their credit card company to lower the credit limit on any credit cards. You might also see if they're comfortable with canceling their credit cards and becoming an authorized user of one of your cards. American Express, for example, lets you add additional card members onto an account and set Spending limits for them on some of their charge cards, says spokeswoman Elizabeth Crosta. Debit cards typically have daily cash withdrawal limits, but many banks will let you lower them. Allow for some cash. As long as a person with Alzheimer's disease is able to get around on his or her own, give them access to a small amount of cash that they can spend any way that they want. 